0: That's some double clapping. Double this clap, week. yeah.
1: Double, double clap.
0: Double clap, because you you preached <laughs> It's gonna sound like I'm being um contrary, but you preached a really good sermon this week. Thank you. I like the way you spun. So, uh, I'm not making fun, but anytime it's it's always interesting. It's, you know, we're we're going through Daniel right now, right? And you take these Bible stories that you heard when you were a kid, and then you realize that there's so many more layers in this Bible story. Oh yeah, you, you know, and then as you know, as grownups. It's an ocean, right? It's you oceans. know, as, as grown ups, and you start really digging in to some of this stuff, and I'll I'll, I'll probably comment on some of the stuff that's going on in our high school class later. But you, you go, man, this is a story about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and Daniel on the lines. Then, well, then you look at Daniel on the lines, and you are like, oh, by the way, he was eighty; he wasn't this young man in there, you know, trying to wrestle this line. There is an old man that they threw in this lines. Then, yeah, but, um, the way that you took, I, I, the way, the reason I say that is the way that you took something. I mean. Peter walking on the water is something that that you learn about, you know, that they give you in Bible school or or Sunday school. But you you took it another direction and talked about the prayer and all this other stuff. And we'll pray and get into that. But I just thought I was going to tell you, I thought you did a really good job. Thank you, man. Of, of I it. making I'm, us think differently about a.
1: You all did a great job, Sunday too, huh?
0: Yeah, I thought the I thought the music was really good, and I you know I, I always feel kind of guilty saying that because it's, you kind of feel like you're tooting your own horn. I just yeah. did, but I thought they were good songs; they fit really good with yeah. the message, and and I
1: changed my message even. And,
0: I know. I saw you. Well, I saw you. Dig- I kind of laugh sometimes when you're over there and we're singing, and I see you digging in your Bible. I'm like, yeah. oh man, I've done something bad, but no, I'm worked. Yeah, worked well, really. I, good. I was
1: thinking about Hebrews one right the second service, yeah, because you know. He doesn't hide himself from us. Yeah. That's a he good
0: doesn't. song, man. It's been on my heart big time. You know, don't yeah. You know. I like it. I told Jenny I was like, I like that song. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay does a good job too. They all do, but that she does a really good job on that song. And yeah. Um go not pray us in and yeah. we'll get we'll get into this thing. I'm Harold, by the way. Oh, I'm Danny. And we are the two by two podcast brought to you as always from Burlington Baptist Church and CrossFit Northern Kentucky. You might notice we're, we're minus our third member this week. If you saw that on Facebook, he won't be visiting. i tell you what, though, it's cool enough in here that those mittens would probably be okay for somebody. It's pretty <laughs> chilly in this room. but He's, uh, he's talking about Bernie. Bernie. <laughs> yeah, Bernie sat in on our last podcast. We didn't we didn't know it at the time, but he showed yeah, up.
1: He made his rounds last week, for sure. Man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Lord, thank you for your word
1: and uh, just uh, the privilege to, to think about Jesus and uh, just how awesome he is and and Lord you tell us not to fear to to walk in faith and uh Lord you always lived
0: in intercede for us. Thank you for all that you do for us. And uh, we pray in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. So uh I'll I'll just kick right in here because I'm I'm interested to ask you about you spent a good good portion of the first I don't know 5 minutes maybe a little bit more of this message not focusing on the fact that that Peter got to walk on the water. And that Peter fell when he didn't trust Jesus, which we'll get. I'll, I'll get into my, my issue with that and Peter. I got a lot of issues with Peter, but probably because I'm more like him than anybody else. <laughs> but you spent the first five minutes of the message talking about prayer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which is an interesting, um, I mean, you can never talk about it too much. Yeah. But Jesus leaving, going out on his own, getting away from the hustle and bustle. He yeah. just fed the 5,000. And and going and spending some time with, with the Father.
1: Yeah. So uh, I was planning on being in Ephesians six and talking about prayer and mm-hmm. and we're in this series called Turning Our Eyes Upon Jesus and I was just gonna talk about praying, persevering in praying. And then I got to thinking, Well, you know, I ought to be in the gospels and just look at Jesus' prayer life. Right. And uh and then uh you know, this passage takes you a little bit further, but there are lots of places Every gospel, you know, Jesus is going up by himself early right. in the morning, praying all night. Before he got the disciples, he prayed. Yep. Uh, before he started his, public, of course, 40 days of prayer and, and fasting then. And uh, so we regularly see him getting alone with his father. And that's so important, I think, for us. Uh, I mean, we need it that much more. Uh, and and we get busy and distracted and uh, just being reminded that it was a priority for
0: Jesus. It was helpful to me so it's an interesting thing um and I think we we had a big discussion about this one time at our group meeting for the praise team about you know when, when I was a younger man I used to think why is Jesus praying so much he he's God on earth in human form he he probably already knows the outcome of all of these things and he probably but it it wasn't that right it was the fact that there was a human side to him yeah even though he was fully God he's uh-huh. also fully man and he he left yeah. the father who he had spent eternity with and yeah. is now in this world where there's death and there's sickness and there's anger and there's pain and there's all this stuff. Yeah, I'd want to probably convene with him as much as possible. Yeah. So we got, he emptied himself and became a man mm-hmm. at that part. Mm-hmm. So he
1: gave up some of, you know, he limited some of his, you know, divinity in a sense. Uh, and, but yet, you know, this intimacy with the father, this example that he gives us in praying uh you know jesus said my meat is to do the will of him who sent right. me and accomplish his purposes and so i think he wanted to make sure that he was walking in step uh with the plan with the father's plan and you know they wanted to make him king yep. of course he knew this time wasn't right, right. And, and uh and then this whole thing with the disciples you know of all that they saw and yet you know maybe it took this storm really to say oh Truly, you are the Son of God. Right. I mean, you've just fed 10,000,
0: 15,000 people yesterday <laughs> with nothing. Well, I mean, you, well, if you look back through here, right, you've got um, the parables when he's teaching, and then you've got um, all sorts of things, he's feeding the the, the 5,000. The first one was the wedding, right? He made, he made water into wine at the wedding. I mean, he's done things yeah. that are not explainable. But the disciples are still going. Now, these people have seen him feed them out of a couple of baskets of stuff and they want to make him the king. They think this is the guy. Yeah. Right? Well, the people, the 12 guys that are traveling with him all the time, they're still doubting. We talked last week about yeah. Lazarus and there's a ton of doubt when they show up, you could have prevented this. Why did not you do anything? What's going on? And he's kind of like, Hey, I'm the son of man and son of guy. I can do it. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's one of the things too, about Peter stepping out of the boat and walking. So if you're, you're walking on water, right? <laughs> you you are walking across the top of the water out of this boat. Yep. And a little wind blows and you get nervous. I mean, I would have been nervous from the start, really, if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, but but it's a lot of wind. Right. Which still. still which still getting out of the boat. Right. That first step. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah let, let it's like, get, oh, all right. Let, let, let me, me wait till the wave, <laughs> Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, Peter demonstrates some significant faith there you know and again the other disciples you know we don't criticize him but they're they're scared to death yeah and uh and so we you know i think we acknowledge that he he well, they got woke- out of the boat he he was there in the courtyard and uh and so he took it a step further even though he messed it. i mean he yeah. he sunk he denied jesus but he did get out of the boat and uh and uh you know, I think sometimes we, we'll we we'll even take some initial steps and then we begin to
0: see the well, the waves. So, and I and another thing that you did in your sermon that I thought was really interesting, not, and I mean it made perfect sense, is, is God is telling us, this is the plan I have for you. Now, it might not be walking on water, but it's going to be something that yeah. you might not be super comfortable with. Keep your eyes trained to me. Yeah. And this is going to go the way that we want it to go. As soon as you waver— you're going to fall into the water and you're going to, you know, you have little faith, but, but that's a huge thing in, in, in people's regular lives when, you know, and I thought when you talked about, you know, if you, if he's telling you to get out of bed and go on a mission trip, go. Yeah. You know, if he's telling you to, if you to know, do this kind of thing. If you know,
1: he says come, then he's going to provide a way Yep. and uh, it's going to be an adventure mm-hmm. and uh, you should go. Yeah. And, uh, it, it, he doesn't say it's going to be easy. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, John's exiled on an Island and, Peter's going to be hung upside down. and I mean, these guys are right. going to, but, but it's still an adventure. right? And uh, it's awesome to be following
0: the Lord. Well, I mean, you think about, you know, I, I, I catch in, along the same lines as telling somebody to do something and go. I think about Paul's missionary journeys and, and, you know, especially in my theology classes and stuff like this, and especially my apologetics classes, this seems so glamorous, right? I'm going to go and I'm going to plant these churches. Well, you forget Paul gets beat up all the time. He's thrown in jail. Yeah. He gets ridiculed. They, they stoned him one time and he had to drag himself back to, you, you know I mean? So yeah. it's really not as glamorous kind of yeah. as it seems yeah. like. And, and you made a really good point of, of telling us and, and those watching that he doesn't say he's going to spare you from that pain. Right. But what he's, what he's, what he's telling you, I'm going to walk and I'm gonna get you through it. I'm gonna walk with you while you're yeah. doing it. And I right. think it's really cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, Peter's a hoe you you mentioned. He's, you know, he's, <laughs> he's the rock. Yep. He But, you know, he sees the transfiguration, he sees all this, and he walks on water for a little bit,
0: mm-hmm. and then he denies Jesus. And yeah. and, and then it, he goes so back he, to fishing after he tells him not to go back to fishing, and he's got to go get him. Yeah, he's a little yeah. Peter or something. Cuts yeah. a guy's ear off after watching everybody <laughs> fall. Jesus speaks, everybody falls. Yeah. And then Peter thinks that he's going to miraculously— <laughs> He's going to guard, guard you, Jesus's life. You with do his, remind me of Peter a little bit. I, yeah. I mean, that, that's the thing. I think I make I think he's so funny because it's like it's like talking about me most of the time. Yeah. That's a pretty high honor, though. He's a, he was a pretty high ranking yeah. disciple, really. So. Yeah. And Look this cool. whole story is just awesome. I mean, they're out
1: there and three or four miles. It comes. Jesus is <laughs> walking out. Whoa, is it? <laughs> if it's you, I want to come. And then he gets in the boat and the wind ceases. And, well, that. Truly, you are the Son of God. I mean, it comes to a point where you got to say, "Wow, the winds cease."
0: Well, without getting without getting too deep here, so this is one of those things where Jesus shows the disciples he is exercising his power over creation. Right? That's a huge thing. Yeah. Right. So I can I can make bread. Um, you know. I can heal the blind. Heal the blind. I can do all of these things that sometimes that these dark arts people of the day were able to do. But creation itself—the wind, the weather, the waves—I I control that too. Yeah, you know, which is one of the you know kind of exciting when you think about. It. It's like oh, yeah. Which I think led to them going, "Oh, truly, you are the Son of God." We've seen all these things that you can do, but now we see that yeah, it, even the very wind and weather. And they had it, you know, a of, taste of it back in chapter eight. Mm-hmm. And they said, "What kind of man is
1: this? That, <laughs> that even the, you know, yeah, yeah, what, what, yeah. So they had got it. They had tasted. What kind of man is this? Even the winds and the sea obey him. Right. And uh, he's the God man. This is what kind of man he is. And right. and so just for us, we need to be praying. I mean, if Jesus needed to pray, we we need to so much more. Depend upon Him. And then realizes that uh, just a few things. When when He calls us, He's going to provide a way. Yep." He's always praying. For, he's always living to intercede for us. I was reading yeah. that. I'm reading this book, genuine and Lowly. And there's one chapter that I read yesterday was about him interceding for us. Right. And then the next chapter is about, he's our advocate. Right. And so he's always interceding for us, but as a priest. Yes. But then as, as Christ, whenever we sin, you know, first John, yeah. when we sin, we have an advocate. There's, he, he doesn't always have to advocate for us because we're not always sinning, but, He's always interceding for us, and regularly he's saying, I covered that. Right. I covered he's,
0: that. He's, he's, uh, he's your lawyer and your insurance policy. He's everything. Well, yeah, I mean, if you think about it, right? I mean, yeah. he's, look, God, I I know this is, I covered that already, yeah. you know, and he's going to fall. Yeah, and
1: Who is it that condemns? It doesn't matter. Right. Christ Jesus, the righteous <laughs> one, the one who died, He right. he's interceding, and he's saying, I covered that one, too. Yeah,
0: yeah I, and, you know, that's a... You know, I've always, uh, without sidelining it too bad, I'm always very careful, um, you know, in my regular life. Of course, you know, I don't look like most ministers do, which is okay, but, well, okay to a point. Push one of those buttons. Oh, Oh, no, that's the chair button. Here we go. Which is, well, it's the truth. But, you know, it's one of those things where I always, you know, I have conversations with guys at the barber shop sometimes, and and I'm like, I don't ever want someone to come into this shop that kind of hears that, hey, this guy works at a church or, or whatever, this guy has some ministry and think that I'm any better. Yeah. I'm just a regular guy. I do dumb things from time to time and I don't want you to think that I'm better than anything because I'm not, certainly not. Yeah. And I, you know, but, but I am forgiven and when you, hopefully when they see that, I'm like, let me, let me tell you how you get this. Yeah. You know, absolutely. it's something that you could do and I think that a lot of times, you know, Christians, not, it's a turn up your nose type thing, but God didn't send me where he sent me for me to kind of go, hmm, yeah. you know, this guy I think I'll talk to. And this guy probably good enough to come over here. And you get, I mean, it's everybody, man, yeah. you know? yeah. And that's a, that's a good thing to remember. I think especially now with all the varying opinions and all the hate and the, and the things going around is, yeah, you know, those people, Jesus loves them like he loves you that's and it's right. your job to, and, you know, to minister to those people. And, and that maybe that's where God has taken you out of your boat. Yeah. and this is the time that even though you're uncomfortable and you know you want that's 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 your job yeah good I, you yeah
1: know, I, that book uh general and said i just I love this book because it's it's just it's talking about different aspects of Jesus so that he he ate with sinners right hallelujah yeah. you know? and and <laughs> as believers we're we are hoping we're not sinning as much as yeah. we were but but we're still sinners and right. he still covered us and yep advocates for us and helps us prays Mm -hmm. for us walks with us his presence is always there with us and we want people to know that we want you to know that yeah
0: what what do you what do you say to someone um and and i don't know if you've had this or not but and and i haven't really had this experience much in the in the limited amount of time that i've kind of been doing this couple you know few years but someone come to me and say i believe that god is telling me to do this what do you think what what would be your advice if someone comes to you and said, "Brother Harold, we're leaving the church and we're going to go to yeah, like Belize, like the family you were talking about, and we're going to we we just feel really convicted to go over there and, and sell what we've got and minister to those people." Yeah, well, I'm not going to try to talk them out of it. Sure, I'm going to say
1: I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. I mean, make sure it's what the Lord wants, and you do that by you know, if you seek me, you'll find me. When you search for me with all your heart, so, how do you do Gem- it? Jeremiah twenty thirteen. You get in prayer, Pray and fast. And before I'm doing something like that, I'm, I'm really, I'm getting my buddies to pray and fast and and I'm talking to people and saying, listen, I, this don't make sense. And all that stuff's okay to put it out there, but just saying, uh, you know, I really want to make sure. And and when I know that he's saying, come, you know, God has a way of, we know when he says come right now, we, we have to get there, but, you know, I'm, I mean, when I was struggling with ministry, I, I I had some conversations with some people, and I knew that he said, come,
0: right. but I wanted to be sure. I, yeah. I mean, I don't quit a job. So but... so one of the things, the same thing with me in, in a different aspect. I, I don't really ever have, I have never, ever felt called that I'm going to be a preacher of, a senior pastor of a church. Now that, yeah. who knows what happens sure. 10, 5, 10 years from now. I do know that I have been called to continue my education, and I really enjoy teaching. Yeah, He's, he's kind of... When when uh, brother Nick was here uh, as an interim, he got us all together and said, "We need a class for people, Danny, your age, and Trey, and a couple, a bunch of other people." And I was like, "Yeah, I'll teach it." And I was like, "What am I? What am I doing? Why did yeah. I do that?" And Tina looked at me and I was like, "You're helping, so you <laughs> get on board." And it's one of those things. I'm not sure I'm good at it, but I enjoy mm-hmm. doing it, and I like. Doing it that way, yeah. I like having a small group of people. But but for me, before if you just said, "Hey, I need you to teach a Sunday school class," for some reason, I just spoke up and was like, "Yeah, I'll do it." Yeah, I, I would have been like, "No, I'm not doing yeah. that. I don't know anything about that." Well, <laughs> I would add a few things
1: to if someone comes and feels a call into ministry, and I've had some people do that, and and sometimes they'll tell you, you know, I I here's what I just feel strongly, and and sometimes they like, "Listen, I'm not prepared for this," and, and and it's always like, "Well, listen, God, He doesn't need the
0: yeah, He the wise doesn't right or the
1: He He." equips you uh but seek him uh psalm 37 4 uh he'll give you the desires of your heart mm-hmm. i mean he'll put something on your heart i mean like teaching yeah. there's you know there's a, a just a burning for, i gotta teach
0: yeah and I, you know it scares I, me. I enjoy that yeah. but it's scary mm-hmm. i feel unprepared every time i do it but but it's one of those things I really enjoy. Like I said, I'm not even sure I'm really that good at it. But yeah. but what our Sunday school class is a, is a tight group of people. It's a small group. We get in good discussions, and I feel like that's what that's yeah. how you learn, and yeah. that's how you get into the. Yeah. You know, we're getting into the sure. word. That's how you do it. Yeah. Spurgeon you know. got a book lectures to my students,
1: and uh, you know he was saying there, it's important to your, your church family mm-hmm. should be able to affirm some of those things right. in your life and say, hey, you know I see God doing this in your life. I see Him. Right preparing you or equipping you or, or when you teach, you you really, it seems like people are drawn to that. I mean, I think all those things kind of come together in, yeah. in a particular calling of that magnitude. Yeah. Uh, but, but I think there are other, you know, desires to teach, desires to work with kids, des- different desires that God, yeah. I think if we're pursuing him and he gives us a desire, uh, I mean, I think he affirms his calling yeah. in that sometimes. So. Yeah, I
0: agree with that. Uh, you know, so we had a conversation and I'm going to backtrack a little bit about um, churches that we have been in where someone would say, man, I'm really, I'm really feel like the Lord's leading me to do this. And somebody said, well, that's a terrible idea. You know, um, yeah. and we've heard, you've seen, I have seen that. And I mean, can you imagine a, a Christian brother or sister? I mean, that's pretty destructive to, (laughs) you know, so I think, and and you're always like that. You know, when I talk to you about things I've got going on or anybody who I I know that I've talked to you about, you're so, you're so encouraging of, yeah, let's explore this. Let's look at it. Let's see what's going on. I think that's awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And there are certain things that God puts on somebody's heart. And, and I'm going to say, you know, that may be not aligned with the mission of the church, but if God's put that on your heart, then, then go for it It and we'll support you or Right. Find you some people, that, and there's nothing wrong with it. Right. It just may not be a a mission of the church, but by all means, if God puts something on your heart, yeah, do it.
0: Which is, again, like I said, I, I was when we were talking about me being ordained, it was one of those things. I was, you were so supportive, and um, you know, we had both had situations in past churches where somebody had, had and it's not getting ordained to be a minister, but something that they thought that they were led to do, and people go, man, that's a crazy idea. Yeah. It's even family members yeah. like, oh, that's an, you know. Yeah, oh dear, I, God, a- I
1: can think of just a, <laughs> a buddy named Jonathan. I, I can just remember. I don't even know if he remembers. Just saying, could this be God? You know, when he's he's pastoring the church now, and uh, you know, I, 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 when I was talking to him, I said, you know, I I was right there at the same place, thinking, sure. God's not, surely not. He don't want me to do that. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think he gets more glory when you know he doesn't need the most. Right. He he just
0: needs a willing heart. And Peter had that. Peter had a He did. Peter, like I said, had a (laughs) he had a an aggressive attitude. Right. Yeah. He, He was the first one to speak up, the first one to jump in at something, the first one to do all these things. But but he had a heart yeah, for and what— And when he for,
1: said to Jesus when he's going to wash his feet, you're not going to wash my you feet. You ain't washing wash my feet. But he, he just had a reverence for He's <laughs> right. like, nah, there's no way you can wash my feet. And he's like, if you don't wash my feet, you have no part in i wash my whole body. Yeah,
0: get, get it all. <laughs> he's on. like,
1: you don't need it. I'll wash,
0: Peter. But, <laughs> yeah, but we got to love Peter, don't we? Yeah, he's a—it's he, an interesting—he's an interesting guy. If, if you've, if, if you, for you guys out there who are Bible people who have never looked through the course of, of Peter— Yeah, And then even after when him and Paul get into it in Acts, I mean, he is an interesting character. And if you think God can't call somebody to do things out of their comfort zone, I mean, that is Peter to a T, right? I mean, he fought him every step of the way a lot of time. He jumped into the things he thought were a good idea. Yeah, But, you know, when Jesus said, hey, I'm leaving, I'm going to send, and I need you to go, and I need you to do these things, he had to come back and go— yeah, you are fishing. Get and out I, of there!
1: And then when we get to first and second Peter, you know, it's a mature. Yes. I mean, Brad Brad's kind of teaching it on Wednesday yeah. mornings. But I'm like, you know, Peter's mature then. So he's, different, right? Yeah, he's yep. given this solid. Add to your faith, your character, virtue. He he's he's learned a lot, right?
0: And uh, writes a little bit there at the end. So, but that's neat. That's a neat kind of thing to to go by. But so he's out of the boat. He walks over. Jesus gets back in the boat. The waves stop. And and yet we'll, we're going to come in different gospels, even towards the end of, of Jesus's trial and things that you kind of see. In Matthew, and I'm not saying you preach on that, but, but then they fall away again, which is kind of a very human thing, right? You see all these things and you see, gosh, you know. But when you think about your own life and all the things that he blesses me with, next week I'm going to go, oh, you know, I can't believe this. I can't believe that we're doing that. And then, you know, how am I going to get out of this? How yeah. am I? I'm not gonna fix this.
1: Just made me think of that song, Fear. It is a yeah. liar. Yes, it is. Yeah. And they so they ran. But.
0: Yeah. And you hit on that three hundred and sixty six times. The Bible tells you, you know, do not fear, mm-hmm. do not be afraid. And
1: yeah. And even when Peter
0: when he started sinking, Lord, Lord save
1: me. And Lord, you know, he reaches out and I mean he does that to us. We we sink sometimes. Yep. He reaches out and restores us graciously. And uh, you know that those words there, Lord save me, I, I just Some of you need to cry out to the Lord and, uh, and he'll save you, you know, just faith, just cry out in faith. Lord save me. You you know, I have to have a, you know, just Lord save me. I mean, Lord, remember me, the guy on the cross. Lord, Lord, remember me, Lord save me. And, uh, he knows our heart and does that. I just mentioned, I mentioned to Danny that, uh, it just seemed like some people are receptive these days and, and maybe it's the virus. Maybe it's all that we've been through and all the craziness of life. But uh, I think there are some people that are receptive to the things of God right now, and uh, we we want to uh, be there to have those conversations and invite people to to dive deep and to learn about the Lord. And so that's an exciting time in the church. I yeah, think. we've had a
0: ton of. You know, it's interesting because we spent how many <clears throat> staff meetings talking about what can we do for outreach? 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 And we've had, now that we've kind of gotten back a little bit back towards normal, we've had visitors every week. We've yeah. had people really kind of asking. And I think it's, I think it's good because the, and, you know, this book tells you he's the constant all the time, yeah. all the time. This world may be crazy around you and this, this, and it, and it is, you know, I mean, you'll yeah. talk to some people and they're like, that's the craziest world I've ever seen. And, but Jesus is, is the constant. Yeah. And, and there's, I mean, there's comfort in that for me, especially as a believer. And, and, you know, I'd, I would love to. Talk to somebody about it. Let them know just yeah. exactly why and and how Absolutely. they can get it.
1: Listen, I, I believe he's coming back. Oh yeah, and we 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 have some urgency. We people need to know the Lord, and uh, there's coming a day when he comes back. And if you don't know him, you you're, you're going to spend eternity separated from him. And it doesn't have to be that way. And so we we would we'd love to talk to you about the relationship with Jesus.
0: Indeed, oh, we would love that. We, and again, we would just like to get you to come to church. Just come into church and. It is. It's nice to look out in the morning now that we've got some crowd. So yeah. you, you look out and you go, oh man, there's some people here. And then, you know, I've been looking out and I'm like, I don't recognize that person. I don't recognize that person, which is great. I mean, that's yeah. what I want, you know, yeah. or which, what we want as a church is we yeah. want to get some people in here from the community. And
1: I've been able to make some visits lately and man, I've I've missed that. Yeah. You don't realize, you know, it, sometimes there's maybe, maybe it feels more like a burden, but when you can't visit people like you used to, yeah. and now you can some, I mean, and you can wear masks and all that. Right. But uh, just being able to go to someone's house now and and visit is awesome. And uh, I was telling Danny I visited with a couple yesterday. They they might listen. I don't know. But they've read john piper and i'm like oh, <laughs> that's what i what do you think about john piper and uh and, uh, and nick, heady nick? stuff that's nick, what i think about nick, I, I had lunch with him last week yep. nick and sam got baptized sunday but uh we he was just talking about some of the preachers and stuff is listening he said you ever heard of paul washer <laughs> and i'm like yeah Goodness. you're listening to him you're getting yeah, some meat there. you're
0: getting definitely some meat so you i don't you know and i don't know what you're doing nick Nick and me align way way better, so stop moving in yeah. on my. I like it, guy. Oh my, he's a good dude, man, and his and his wife very sweet. Yeah, uh, very sweet. And I love some hungry people. He he was neat. You, you know, I had spoken to him a few times. It's so difficult to make contact with people when we leave, right? Yeah. And and it has been for a while because we don't want everybody kind of congregating because you don't want each other getting each other sick and all that stuff. So it's been kind of difficult. With well, the men's breakfast, he showed up early. Yeah, and I kind of pulled him into the kitchen there, and he was. We were sitting there, told, what, "Wonderful, what a wonderful dude, man! I mean, he's he plays guitar. I mean, how how great can a guy be? He plays guitar, right? He likes fast motorcycles. <laughs> I mean, he's got a great haircut. I mean, everything that you'd want. And you know, but no, I mean, he's just he's a good dude. He and and he, he hungry, you know, yeah. looking for church. Hadn't really been around it, and it's it's really neat to see all those guys kind of huddle around him and. Uh, he ate breakfast with um, myself and uh, a couple other guys around the table, and we just talked and got yeah. to know each other. it's cool. It's pretty he neat. Wants to get connected, and uh, I even like
1: that Tom Spilly guy.
0: Yeah, he's kind of well. <laughs> he's still winning. He's still winning as listener, I guess, of the year so far. Commenter yeah. of the year. Yeah. He is. He's doing a good job. He he got a haircut yesterday. We talked for a while, and he's he's a good dude, man. He's and he's always got a positive yeah. thing to say, which is neat, and um and his wife Tanya who is also yeah. very positive. Yeah, we for, like her, Yeah, we
1: like yeah. her. So send your questions, yeah. and uh, this week we might talk a little bit about the Great Commission
0: and uh, Jesus' last instructions to us, and so yeah. this might be what we're listening to. The last words he did did say to uh, the earth before he left probably pretty important. Absolutely. I feel like that. And it doesn't seem like it was a suggestion, Go more of a, a command. Yeah. yeah. He didn't ask you to. That's what so my, dad, my dad just said, does that sound like a suggestion? sound like a commission. <laughs> so, let's talk about a couple of things that we've got going up going on. We've got um, the women are starting a women's Bible study. Yep. Doing a um, survey to see what's the best dates. Mm-hmm. So, it's on the website. Check that out. Yeah. And then Brad's discipleship program I'll say brad's, but he' I'm, he's not his but yeah. you know he, the one that he's heading up with he is extremely passionate about, which is really awesome and if yeah. if you if you are questioning whether or not you should get involved with that I will tell you from talking to Brad and hearing him speak about it just ask him what it did for him yeah he will gladly tell you and I don't feel bad for speaking for him, but he will gladly tell you what it has done in his life to transform him and and I'm excited about it I'm trying to figure out if I can get to the 6:30 a.m. Wednesday or the 6:30 p.m. I'm probably looking 6:30 p.m. probably on, on yeah. Wednesday and um, well, we we could offer another one if need be. Well, you know, well, I hope I hope we need 10 more of them. Yeah. You know, to be honest with you. And then next sun next Wednesday night the 3rd, we're going to have mm-hmm. a kids kids service, yep. so that's that's exciting. Kid, a, a kids rock party? Yep. And uh we got a lot of stuff going on at church and uh it's pretty exciting. So, what are you, what are you guys talking about in your Sunday school class? We we'll talk about that real quick.
1: We did evolution versus God this week. Ooh, that's yeah. a good one. Ray Comfort did a video. It was really good. Entry I wish you'd have told me that. And I would have brought my class down there. We you, you, you should watch that. And when you get done with Daniel, that's a that's a that's a good Sunday. Yeah. it's about thirty five minute video, and then we talked. You know, people have a, don't have a clue about any of the questions about evolution, and the only thing they would say was, "I, I guess we trust the experts." <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa.
0: That's I scientific. always, I always, That's real scientific. so you you know, and they, they, not that I didn't want to take them because I was very excited about them, but, um, I tell a story and this is, it's kind of a longer story, but my nephews are 11 and nine, almost 12 and nine. And one of them was really into dinosaurs. So he trucks these dinosaurs out. I'm like, Oh, look, the Allosaurus and here's the Stegosaurus. And I grabbed this thing and I said, Oh, look, it's a Brontosaurus. He's like, that's a Brachiodon. uncle dan dan that's a brach i'm like well no this is a obviously a brontosaurus and he goes no so he goes and gets his textbook what i called a brontosaurus they now call brachidon or whatever it happens to be i'm I'm probably getting the names wrong so when i have a discussion with one of these guys that want to tell me you know how old the earth is and things like that because they definitely want to challenge me as as a as you know as a, a young earth person i said hey man that textbook in the last 35 years has changed multiple times. I said, this one hasn't yet. So I'm going to stick with this one Amen. for now, <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> for right now. But, um, but, uh, yeah. And then, I mean, just so much, so much stuff going on. We're trying to organize, uh, some things for the spring. Uh, the praise team is we're going to maybe try to do one around thanks or Valentine's Thanksgiving, Valentine's day. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, you know, a little bit, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, in the church, people, people getting vaccines, yep. and uh, we're
1: hoping you know the case numbers are going down a little bit, yep. and so we're hoping to.
0: So we're trying to get, get spring and do a little uh, a little worship night type thing. Maybe keep it maybe low key. We're not sure yet, but yeah. they have been bothering. I I will I will confess this. They have been bothering me for probably two months now. And it's just been so difficult trying to figure out how to organize oh, yeah. that and get people in and out safely and things like that. So we we will have those back and we will invite you and we'll probably broadcast it as well. Sounds good. And uh, you went to a pastors' meeting today. Yeah, we're going
1: to Kentucky Baptist is doing this thing called Gospel to Every Home. Yep, and they're going to have a gospel track and a John and just going to try to divide up the whole state and and. Knock on every door. I like, like it. Yeah. Like uh, it. And you know, it's time for the church to get out. I mean, we, yeah. we, we got to get out with focus. I mean, COVID's yes, kind of turned our, you know, inward a little bit and yeah. discipleship is, is kind of in, but it's a, to equip us to go out. And, right. and so I'm hoping this summer, we can really be summer missionaries
0: yeah. around here. And it's the, the, the two times I have spoke or preached at the church that God really put on my heart about. Um, if you're a mature Christian, I say mature because older doesn't necessarily mean you should be pouring into somebody. That's ridiculous to you know, not to, I mean, you know, so God really puts that on my heart sometimes that, you know, uh, the three by three thing that you did. I I found myself this week digging down in my phone. Who have I not talked to, you know, which I think is an awesome thing. And it, and it's a challenge. And, and, uh, for those who are not aware or might be listening or might be watching three by three is three people a week, three Conversations, text messages, depending on 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 who you're talking to, and just checking on people and just making contact. Three and, three people, three times a week. That's what I meant. I, yeah. I meant to say that. Yeah. I, it yeah. came out wrong. But yeah, appreciate all the people doing that. Yeah, yeah. challenge yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Pray so for us. I will. Lord, we thank you so much for this time, and we thank you so much for just the things in the Bible that we can look at so many different ways and just have so many lessons for our lives uh we thank you for the ability to just trust you and step out of that boat sometimes lord that you're going to take care of us and and even though the seas are going to get rough along that path and and uh as long as we focus and, and we stay focused on you lord everything's going to work out the way that you want it to work out which is the most important thing we just thank you for for our church, Lord, we thank you for um everything you're doing and, and you adding to our numbers. Lord, we just it's such a blessing, especially during this time and so uplifting for to us as a staff to, to kind of see that growth. Lord, we just uh want to lift up all of those who are uh sick with COVID and those who are dealing with um different types of sickness and and finding out cancer diagnosis and 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 going through treatments and recovering for treatments, Lord. We have so much of that going on as well. We just want to lift that up to you. Lord, just keep blessing our staff and, and help us to just do things in the way that you want us to do them and in a way that glorifies you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.